Welcome back to the podcast, friend. I'm so excited for you to tune into today's episode because I am doing an interview with my colleague, with my friend, Mrs. K. Hillman. She is a believer. She is a wife. She is a mother. She is a rock star. And she is also another high ticket online business coach in the online coaching industry. And today we had a conversation about mastering your craft and positioning your coaching business for high ticket sales with both integrity and confidence. I love this episode so much. There's so many juicy details. Grab your pen, grab your notebook, because you're definitely going to want to take notes and let's get to it. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 a month in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online. So you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. I have an incredible guest here with me today, Mrs. K Hillman. And when I, okay, whenever I like say your name or I think of your name, I always think of your Instagram handle and I always put a Mrs. in front of it. So it's always like Mrs. K in my brain. Um, I'm so excited <laughs> to have you on the show. Let me tell you guys just a little bit about Kay. And then I want to really pass the torch and have her tell you about herself and her business and her journey. But Kay is an incredible woman. She's a mother. She's a wife. She's a believer. She's a business owner. She's also an expert in the high ticket sales space, which, you know, if you've listened to the show, I am a huge fan of. So Kay, welcome. Thank you for coming to the show and tell us a little bit about you, your journey, all things, Mrs. Kay. 
Hey, boo. Hey, Cami. This has been such an honor. Um, we, we just interviewed on, I just interviewed you on my podcast and now here I am on yours. And so I'm so excited to just have a conversation with you. So my name is Kay. Um, it's actually funny that you, you think of me and you say Mrs. Kay, because my very first kind of um, introduction into the online space, I was a academic life coach for like high school and college students. So the reason why it was Mrs. Kay is because like, I didn't want them calling me by first name. So um, I had the, like the salutation there. So it's just interesting because a lot of people say that when they think of me, they think Mrs. K. And I just think it's so funny because it's like, I'm kind of past that point. Like I'm working with adults. You can totally call me K, but still like the Mrs. has stuck. So I think that's really interesting. But yes, I am all about high ticket sales, all about high ticket, you know, how to market your offers um, that are high ticket. But something that I'm really passionate about, um, especially in this season of my life, is having more transparent conversations with coaches and service providers on how you can sell high ticket, um, how you can build a business selling high ticket in part time hours, um, how you can build a sustainable business, but also um, how to do this with your kids, how to do this, you know, as a mom and really having those like behind the scenes conversations, um, having really honest uh, conversations and just helping people really build a business with grace. Because I feel like, especially for um, us moms, it can be a little overwhelming trying to do the, and, I, and by the way, I don't know if I told you this, but I love the name of your podcast because it's like, yes, like <laughs> Bible babies and business, like we, like this is, this is our life. This is a, the life for all of us moms. And um, I feel like more conversations need to be had so that you feel less alone and so that we feel like we can actually build the thing and do the thing. Um, and so that's where I really come in and, and kind of support moms. Oh, that's so good. And for everybody listening, I'm sure that you can see right now, like why Kay is on the show. Like she, we're, our, the way that we're serving people is, is very similar. And of course we have like our own unique style and flair, but like we're in a very similar niche, high ticket sales, believers serving other moms, and it's, it's so good. And I'm so excited because I know that you're going to get into how to position ourselves for high ticket sales with integrity and with confidence. But before we even dive into the meat of that, I'd love for you to share real quick about how did you specifically get into the high ticket sales space? Like what did that revelation look like when like the Lord was like, no, 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 no. You need to be like in the high ticket space. Yes. Okay. So it's actually really interesting because for the longest, I did not fully embrace and claim high ticket because I don't know about you, but I had this idea for the longest time that I had to charge a certain amount to actually be considered high ticket. Um, and then I felt like, oh, I'm not qualified, right? And I feel like this is something that happens to a lot of people where you feel like you're not qualified to charge a certain amount. Um, and for me, the revelation really hit when I was talking to a client of mine um, and I'm coaching them. And then they just kind of stopped me and they were like, you know, hey, like, I, it seems like you're kind of talking down on yourself. And I, I was like, wait, what? Like, you know, like, what do you mean I'm talking down on myself? Um, but, you know, a lot of times when I'm coaching, I try to like get examples of just like, you know, things that I've done and you know, I was telling her about my process or, or my progress through, you know, how I've sold offers. And so when I first started in the online space, I was an academic life coach. And so, you know, I was working with 
students. I was working with their parents. And so I was pricing, you know, according to what I felt like they could afford. It wasn't what I, what my service was valued at. I, I charged what I thought they could afford. Um, and then I turned around and I started doing photography and I did the same thing, right? I charged based off of what people could afford and not off of the value and the strength of the work that I was producing and that I was bringing to the table. And it was something that I did for years. Um, I got started in the online space in 2017 and I did that like maybe up until like 2018, 2019. But the thing that changed for me was when I got pregnant. Uh, when I got pregnant with my first son, I realized that what I was charging at the time, it just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough for a family to build a family, um, to do the things that I wanted to do as a wife and mom. Um, I, I've always been blessed to be in a position where my husband could take care of things. Um, but when we got pregnant, it was going to be a stretch, right? It was going to be a little tighter because there was another mouth to feed, right? And so at that point, God really said like, okay, or I really felt like the spirit moving me like, okay, you have to do something different. And that's what really got me being more intentional about why am I pricing things the way that I'm pricing them, right? And up, for, up until that point, I was pricing it based off of a feeling, based off an emotion. Oh, I feel like people can't afford this. Or I feel like this is, you know, like maybe this is what it's worth, but maybe people can't buy that. So I'm not going to charge this amount. Now I am completely detached from like the emotion of how I price things. Um, and it's exactly what I teach. Like I teach people, hey, we're pricing things off of the cost of doing business. We're pricing things off of the value of the service and how much work you're putting into it. We're not pricing it based off of what you feel <laughs> like this should cost or what you feel like other people can pay because that's not the point, right? Like, and we have to, it, it sounds kind of harsh, but like we can't think about that because there are people that are willing to and want to pay. And I realized that like, I was turning away people that really wanted to work with me because my prices were actually too low. And that was just mind blowing to me to think that people don't want to work with me because I was priced too low because they didn't think that I knew what I was doing. And I was like, wow, like it was, it was just like a, a really insightful thing to see like, wow, your price really does matter. So that's what really got me to high. That was a long story to say how I got into high ticket sales, but that was my journey into it. <laughs> But every single part of that, what you just said, had purpose to it. And a couple of things that I want to highlight of what you just said. Um, the first one where you said people, thought, you know, they, whether it's right or wrong, when something is priced lower, we tend to think, ooh, is it is it as valuable as the thing that is priced higher? And the reality is that like yours absolutely was like you had so much value. The price tag just didn't reflect that value. And not to go into a whole bunch of like long stories, but like ladies, like, like when we're buying swimming suits, like, you know, those advertisements, that's like $12 swimming suit. Like, and then it takes four weeks for it to come in and then it comes in and you're like, this is the cheapest fabric. This is like, I've had that moment where I was like, I'm just going to get like $70 worth of swimming suits. And I'm going to have like seven different swimming suits. And, um, yes. And then, um, I don't wear hardly any of those anymore because the value is so low. The quality of it is so low. I wish I would have just spent the $130 on one swimming suit that I could wear for four years. But that's really how oftentimes we view things in the marketplace. Like if there's a $400 camera or a $20 camera, our mind goes like, oh, the $400 camera is going to be a higher quality product. So I love that you illuminated that. And Kay, I don't know if I've ever shared the story 
I won't go into it, but like I once charged $24 for a six week program. L O L. Oh, life. So we've all been there. Like that's that, to, to, to the point of we've all been there. Undercharging is something that like so many coaches have dealt with. I would say most coaches at some, at one point or another were undercharging. So it's nothing to feel shame about, but let's recognize that when we undercharge in order to make ends meet or hit our income goals, we have to then overwork because if we're only charging an equivalent of like $15 an hour and we want to make a thousand dollars, or if we were charging $500 an hour, that would take two hours of work, which when it's so interesting that you said that like this illuminated to you when you got pregnant and you realize that like, oh my gosh, like not only do we have like another mouth to feed, but like, this is also something else that I also need to dedicate my time to. Yes, yes, yes. And I find that this is something like motherhood is like the catalyst for a lot of things. Uh, I feel like you can also relate to this. We were just talking about like your journey as you're moving into motherhood. And I feel like for a lot of the clients that I work with, a motherhood or the desire to be a mother is like that catalyst. Like it's like, it's the turning point for things with your business. And it just really, ma- it, it's, it's a real eye opener of like, wow, you know, things are fine and great before the kids come along. Like, it's like, okay, I'm okay with making 5,000 a month. You know, I'm okay with working around the clock, right? I'm okay with these different things, right? Because it's just you and your husband. But then when you add that other mouth or multiple mouths, it's like, whoa, like something has got to give, something has got to change. And it's why I'm such a huge advocate of high ticket um, because it allows us to serve others but more importantly, serve our families, right? Because our family is our first ministry. I think you, I, I've heard you say this multiple times um, and I say it all the time, but like our our husbands, our, our children, like that is our first ministry and it's our, I would say our most important ministry. And so when we are selling offers that, you know, aren't really giving us what we need, but taking up our time, you know, we're really doing our families a disservice. And we're also doing the clients a disservice because when I think about it, I was charging low, like, like you, I had a group ticket, a group coaching program. I just saw it pop up in my think space, but memories, um, I was charging, I charged like 197 for eight weeks. And I just looked at it. I was like, Oh my Lord, if I had to do that today, I would struggle. Like that would be so challenging because I have two kids now, you know? And so, I feel like that's another thing that I just really love about high ticket sales is that we can work with however many people you want to work with, but you really have a little bit more control over your time because you're not having to work with so many people as well. So it gives you your time back so that you can spend it with your family, with your husband, with, you know, you know, doing things, having experiences and all those things, but being present, you know, having time with the Lord. Like I have time with the Lord where when I was selling low ticket, you know, it's like I was literally working around the clock. Like I would like try to squeeze God in and I don't want that for myself. Like that's not what I want for my life, for my relationship with Christ for my relationship with my kids and my husband. That's not what I want. And um, I feel like God really showed me that when I got pregnant with my first um, and I was able to quickly (laughs) adjust how I was doing things so that I could stay in alignment with what he wanted for me. So many good things. If I could just like highlight, like if we were like reading words, like highlight in a book, everything that you just said, it gives us our time back, which I would venture to say, is the most valuable resource that we have. We can make more money. We cannot make more time. 
So love what you just said. And I know that you, that you specifically today, like what you're going to open up for us is how do we position ourselves for high ticket with integrity and with confidence? Because I don't know about you, but the first time that I bumped my prices into what I really felt was high ticket, my confidence, I was like, so I was the definition of unsure, uncertain, like, and then when the first time somebody said yes to it, I'm, I'm sure that I was, there was a pause on the phone. <laughs> I'm sure she was like, hello. And I was like, oh yeah, 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 no. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, how do you want to pay? She goes paying full. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so yeah. Let's walk us into that conversation. Yes. You know, it's so funny that you say that because I know that, I mean, I I'm sitting here remembering my exact same feeling when, um, I had a client who my, at the time I was like, okay, I'm going to charge what this is worth. And at the time it was worth $4,000. And I was like, okay, it's $4,000. I was on the call. And then she was like, okay, sounds good. And she did the same thing of like, Hey, are you there? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm here. So I'll send up, you know, I tried to like really like bring my professionalism back in, you know, pick up my jaw off the ground because I just knew that she was gonna say no, you know, and she said yes. And um, there were a lot of things that I'll say went into that. So I'll go ahead and just start talking about like positioning because I feel like um I feel like once you gain confidence, um you will see things fall into place. And and I know that's like not the uh, tactical thing that sometimes people want to hear, but I tell people all the time, especially my clients, like you just have to start taking actions and things will start to fall into place. But the first thing that I always tell people is that mastery of what you do will take you far. So if you are a social media manager, becoming the best social media manager you can be, that is going to give you the confidence to raise your prices, right? So as you start to, you know, coach more people, you will start to feel confident in your abilities. Something that I said at the very beginning was that I didn't feel qualified. And I feel like this is a common thing that people feel like they don't feel qualified to charge after a certain amount, you know, like, oh, you know, I can't, I I can't possibly charge that much. Like who's going to pay me that much? Like all I do is coach. All I do is social media, right? We have those thoughts, but the truth is that you are qualified. You're more than qualified because with every client that you work with and you help them get a result and you help them succeed, that is, that's one more thing under your belt. That's one more tool under your belt. And it gets you that much closer to being able to get that same result for someone over and over and over again. And so what I what I always start with, in order to build your confidence, you have to do the thing, right? And it may look like investing in yourself to get a certification or, in, and I don't think that everyone has to get a certification. Don't get me wrong there because I don't have any formal coaching certifications, but if that's something that you want to do, go for it. Um, but I do uh, say, invest in some sort of mentorship, be in other mastermind groups, be in other coaching containers where you can learn how to get better at your craft, at what you do. Mastery is going to be your best friend as someone that sells high ticket. Um, Kimmy, I feel like you are just a master. I mean, just looking, listening to your podcast and all the things, you are a master at the strategies that you teach. And I'm sure you're that way because of what? Because you have done it over and over and over again, not only for yourself, but for your clients. And so that's the first step to kind of position yourself is by becoming 
really good at what you do. And I feel like this is something that a lot of people skip. They just jump straight to, you need to raise your prices, but sometimes you're not ready, right? Sometimes you haven't done the work to actually have a product or a service or an offer that is actually worth the price. And it's something that people don't want to say all the time, but it's the truth. And I tell my clients, I'm honest, right? I'm honest. If I feel like, Hey, your photography, like Maybe we need to do some more shoots, right? Maybe we need to practice this skill more so that you have that portfolio that commands a higher price. If you're a coach and you haven't gotten people um, a result, you know, enough people a result, I'll say like, hey, okay, I'm not telling you that we need to discount the prices, but we're going to gradually work up to that high ticket price so that you can learn the skills in your signature method and your signature tools so that you can actually serve and support people. So that's kind of like the first thing with positioning yourself. Yes, absolutely. And recognizing that like many times, not all the time, but many times we get a transformation for ourselves first. And that's what gives us this like illumination of like, oh my goodness. Okay. Now what did I do there? And we start reflecting back on, okay, what was that step-by-step process that I took? Oh, I wonder if this could work for somebody else. And then we start essentially, basically, whether we call it or not, we essentially do beta testing of, okay, now can I, can I use this framework? with this person. Okay. It worked. Awesome. Okay. Ooh, we needed to fine tune here. And as to, to your point, the more we fine tune our framework and the more it, the the way I call it is plugging the holes in the bucket, making sure that it is airtight, watertight, rock solid that like you said, demands a higher price. So, so you may start with beta pricing. Now I'm not saying charge, like I did $24 for your beta (laughs) pricing, like absolutely, you know, it needs to be something that is a, a little bit up there because you 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 need to be earning a profit for your time. However, like you said, once you prove that your framework works and you make tweaks for the better, absolutely bumping that price to reflect the value and the adjustments and like the upgrades that were made to your framework is absolutely appropriate. So I love what you just said. Yes. And, you know, just kind of going off of what you're what you're just saying, something that um, will help with positioning yourself and something that would just help you think about high ticket sales in a different way as service providers. Well, I know a lot of your people are coaches as coaches. We have to stop relying on price as the anchor for people investing. Right. The price Like that's not what we should anchor people to, to invest. So what I mean by this is a lot of times people will rely on the price being cheaper, right? The price being discounted as a way to get sales. But when we're talking about um, our offers and the value that we bring as coaches, it's not cheap, right? Let's be honest. Like the transformation that most of us coaches, I I can't think of a coach off the top of my head that I would say, oh yeah, this is something that should be cheap, right? Like, or, you know, lower price. Let me say lower price instead of cheap. Um, But like, you know, I don't, I can't think of a coach that I would say like, oh, your offer should be lower priced, right? Um, But I think a lot of times something that happens is that we do use price as the, you know, the factor that's going to push people to want to buy. So, oh, you know, like as much as I love beta and I, and I'm always like, there's always something for me that's in beta. Um, but as much as I love that, I'm very careful to not, um, not have the price be the thing that 
converts, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want price to be the thing that's like, oh, get in at this low price, right? That's not how we position ourselves when we're selling high ticket or when we're trying to get to the point of selling high ticket. Instead, what we're doing, and this is the positioning piece, instead, we're focused on articulating what is that transformation? And what is your clear program promise or your clear offer promise? What is that framework that you have? And what is your process? That is what we're anchoring people to. And that is what's going to be the thing that positions your offer as something that is worthy of, and I'm not going to, maybe not worthy, but something that is worth the price, whatever that price is that you put on it. And that's something that I had to learn along the way. Like I said, and like you have experienced as well, like we've had those offers where we put, you know, 197 for eight weeks of coaching, right? Um, and when I, when I really think about how I was selling that offer, I was selling that offer based on its price. I wasn't selling the offer based on what I knew or what I was promising people, what the framework that I was teaching inside or what was the process that I was doing. I wasn't basing my marketing and my, you know, my sales techniques. I wasn't doing any of that stuff based off of those things. I was basing it off of price. And so when it comes to high ticket, we have to shift from thinking about the price because high ticket, the price is going to be, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be quite a bit, right? Um, and that can be scary. That can be scary to tell someone like, okay, this is $10,000. This is 15,000. This is, you know, whatever the price is. Um, I know for me as a photographer, when I charged $4,000 for the first wedding um, or for, for one of the first weddings that I did, I like almost threw up because <laughs> I was just like, someone's going to pay me $4,000 for a wedding, but it was worth it. And at the time I was really clear on, this is the process of how how I do things as a photographer. And this is why it's worth so much. You know, I didn't say, oh, like, like how I was doing previously where I was charging a thousand dollars. And I was like, when I was charging a thousand dollars, I was telling people, you know, yeah, I'll discount it for you. You know, like I would tell them the price was 4,000 and then discount it to a thousand. How crazy is that? Like, it's insane. Insane. But that's what we do a lot. We do that a lot. And um, I'm not sure when this is going to air, but I know a lot of times people do this like around Black Friday, where we have our offers and then we discount our coaching a crazy amount. And I'm not saying that you can't discount your coaching, but I recommend that people don't discount their coaching for things like Black Friday and stuff because the value of your offer didn't change, right? And when we discount it like that, it kind of takes people away from really clearly seeing what is the promise of your offer or understanding that this framework you have is unique and proprietary. The process that you have is um, is unique, it's special, it's custom, it's important. And when we focus everything on price, it really just pulls people out of that high ticket experience and puts them in a place where they're now focused on what's the dollar amount. And people that are buying high ticket, I'm going to be honest, they don't care about the dollar amount. They really do care about that result or the framework, how you're helping them get to that final destination. Right. It's like, what are you showcasing? Are you showcasing buy my product because it's 15% off or buy my product because it's everything you need to get the result that you want? Like if a millionaire walks into a Bentley store to buy a brand new Bentley, he's not going to buy the Bentley because it's Black Friday and he can get $100,000 off the Bentley. Or I don't know how much Bentleys cost, but you know what right. I mean? <laughs> like he, he's going to buy the Bentley because he wants the Bentley. It's it's $1,000 is not going to sway his decision. He walked in fully wanting the Bentley or she, there are millionaire women. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so 
I, I love that, you know, showcase the value, showcase the transformation, showcase your process and how you stand out from other people in your niche rather than showcasing the price. And like you, like I, I'm saying like not hating on anybody doing Black Friday sales. Absolutely. If you want to do it, do it. I don't want to do it. For me, I think that like it's it's a lot of work and I got to manage it over Black Friday when really all I want to be doing is hanging out with my family. I don't want to yes. be sitting by my computer. I don't want to be having to promote it. Um, and like you said, the value didn't change. Yes. It didn't yes. Change. The value doesn't change. And it's so interesting to me um, sometimes when I think about um, high ticket sales and I really think about like what we're saying when we do certain things. So something that um, I want to do in my life is I want to buy a Lamborghini. There's no real reason. There's no real rhyme or reason behind this besides there's a song that I really like and he mentions a Lamborghini and I'm like, okay, I want one of those. I have no idea how much it costs. I don't care how much it costs, but I will know when I have the money in my mind, I guess. I'll know when I can afford it. The price of a Lamborghini is not going to change or lower. Um, the value of the Lamborghini is not going to just drastically change before I buy one, right? Um, and I feel like when it comes to high ticket sales, and I've said this so many times all over the place, but I feel like only in the online space, only as coaches, do we throw out all the normal business principles and just try to do things a completely different way. And what I'll say when it comes to positioning yourself for high ticket is that you have to lead with your message. You have to lead with what is that transformation that you are getting for people. That is going to be the thing that just sets you apart from everyone else. And something that I um, talk to a lot of my clients about is you don't have to be overly different, right? Um, something that I love about you and I is that we're in a very similar industry, but the way that we approach things, our frameworks, our formulas are completely different. And so people are going to want to work with you for one reason and me for another reason. And that is okay. There's more than enough room for both of us. But when you really boil it down, both of us could say that we are a high ticket sales coach, right? Like we could just, and it doesn't have to be anything dramatic. And I feel like a lot of times when people think about positioning and messaging, they're trying to be the most unique thing. They're trying to say like, you know, I am a social media manager for pet based businesses, or, you know, I don't know, like they try to just whittle it down to this, like really, really super niche thing. And it's so unnecessary. It's so unnecessary because the truth of the matter is, is that people are caring about one of two things. They either want you to do the work for them, right? So they're hiring you to do a service. They want you to do it for them. So they want to know that you're capable, that you aren't a crook and just out here saying you can do something when you really can't, or they're looking for support and accountability. Um, and that's what happens in coaching, right? Like they're looking for someone that can kind of walk alongside them and point them in the right, the right direction or, uh, you know, kind of reflect to them what's going on. So that's what they're looking for. We don't have to overly complicate how we deliver that or how we say that. And so I feel like something else that happens with, you know, positioning yourself to sell high ticket, we feel like it has to be just super, 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 super niche and super, super specific. And while yes, I enjoy niching, um, sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. Um, one thing that I do notice that happens is that we focus too much on getting this really succinct, you know, one-liner thing to say when really, that's not what people are buying. Like that's not what people are investing in. They're investing in 
what can you do and how are you doing it, right? They're buying into that. And I always say that people are looking for one of three things. They're looking for, uh, well, sorry, they're looking for one of two things. They're looking for more time or they're looking for more money especially in like the business realm, right? They're looking for their time back. So you're going to probably do a service for them or you're going to like, for me, I, I usually teach people like, okay, here's how we can create a strategy so that you can get more time back or they're looking to make more money or get more energy, right? Um, that's why they're investing. And so we don't have to do all the extra. We don't have to, you know, come up with these like, <laughs> I mean, I've seen people come up with like all these bullet points of all the different points of their offer and stuff. People do not care. When they are buying high ticket, they want to know things in the most simplest terms. And something that I see that happens a lot when people sell high ticket, you feel like you have to add things, you know, oh, I'm going to add in extra calls and I'm going to add in, you know, unlimited support and I'm going to add in this and add in that because you feel like that increases the value, but that's not what's happening. That's not, you're actually probably confusing people. People are probably becoming more confused about what it is that you're trying to do for them. Instead, when you are selling high ticket, position your offer as here is the solution to this point blank period. Now there's going to be a process, right? There's going to be a framework for how we get there. But at the end of the day, everything that we're doing is to get to this result. And that is where we want to focus most of your attention and most of your efforts in trying to help and serve someone. So an example I love to give is like for social media managers. And this is always one that comes to the top of my head because I used to be a social media manager. Um, but I see a lot of people who they will sell like the how. If you hire me, I'll create, you know, five posts um, a week for you. I'll engage for 30 minutes. I'll do all these different things, right? You bullet point all this, all this stuff. But instead, when you are wanting to sell, you know, a $5,000 package, a better way to say that is, you know what? By hiring me, I'm going to turn your Instagram into your website's number one traffic source. So you will never have to rely on paid ads. It will be all organic and I will drive traffic to your to your um, website via Instagram. That is so simple. Like people get what's happening there, right? Because anybody can create five posts, but can someone drive traffic from Instagram to your website? I don't know right? I don't know. And that's what we want to do. That's how we want to shift your language um, to getting that one clear result for people in your coaching. So that was like kind of the second way. <laughs> no, it's good. And you know, the main takeaways that I'm hearing you say is it's important to niche down. Of course, like absolutely. Like we can't just, if you're telling people that you're a health coach, awesome. Love that. In what area? Like, like, tell me more. I, I'm not clear about what health means. So saying like, I'm a gut health coach for people dealing with like uncomfortable tummies or like bloating or, you know, things like that. That's much more clear to me. So we have to niche down, but we can niche down to like a fault. Like we can get so specific that it's like, I only work with people that have like a Shih Tzu dog and they're Christians and they're in their first four years of marriage. And I'm exaggerating, of course, but like niche down. Yes. But let's not swing too far to the pendulum to where like nobody is, is fitting in the box that we're outlining for people and also not overcomplicating what we so, like the problem that we solve or how we solve it. Um, I like, what I like to tell people is that like, when you are doing like, when you're doing a sales pitch, if your buyer is confused at all, a confused buyer it, or, or confused prospect is not going to buy from you. Like a confused, 
a person that you're chatting with on the phone, they're not going to invest, let alone invest $10,000 in you. The more that they're, the more, the higher the price in your program, the more clarity that they need to have. I don't really need a lot of clarity if I'm going to spend like $7 on something. Like it could be kind of foggy to me if I'm it, like, if somebody's like, yeah, do this free masterclass and it's going to help you like X, Y, Z. Like, and it was like really broad. If it was like only $7, I might be like, eh. Yeah, $7. But if it was $7,000, you had bet your bottom dollar that I better have crystal clear clarity on exactly what I'm getting, how you're going to solve this problem and what the problem even is. And this is something that I think is so interesting because when I was, I was reflecting back on my first business coach who was wonderful, by the way, like not hating on them at all. But one of the sales tactics that they did teach that I disagreed with was they were saying, you know, when you get on the call with somebody, tell them the least amount about the program, only tell them the amount about the program that they need to know in order to buy it, which to some degree, yes, like we don't want to over explain, but the way that they were saying it is like, if they're basically literally said, if they ask too many questions, like that's a red flag. Mm. Okay. Like maybe if they have 40 questions, sure. But if somebody, if I have the audacity to ask somebody for $10,000, I would expect them to have a few questions. And if somebody was charging me $10,000, I expect them to have the answers. So I, yeah, we can spend I everything agree. like to, to a fall, but Yes. No, but I agree with that a hundred percent. Like it, like people are going to have questions, especially when it's high ticket. And you know, something that I always say, like, I, I get why your coach would make that advice. And, um, I actually received that a, a very similar piece of advice as well. Um, and in the beginning of my business, I used to think it was a red flag when people would ask questions, um, especially at the time when my offers were much lower, and one thing that I'll say is that questions are like getting people's questions. It's just a great way for you to refine your message right now. Like you said, if people have 40 questions, then there's something grossly wrong here, right? Like you, maybe you are just completely off base with what the offer is. Like you are not articulating things the way they should be, or maybe the person really is just not a good fit, but um, I actually love when people ask questions because like you said, I'm going to have questions if I'm supposed to be investing $10,000, you know, even if you have a, even someone with the clearest sales page in the world or the clearest, you know, articulation of their offer, I'm still going to have a couple of questions <laughs> when you say it's $10,000, like nobody's going to blindly hand over $10,000. Um, but I think something that will help with that, um, with that confidence and positioning, um, and not something I think, something I know is that high ticket problems demand a high ticket solution, right? And when we are, you know, selling our offers, we have to focus on the type of person that is looking for the solution to a higher ticket problem. And what I mean by this is, when you, when let, let's just say, for example, your offer is $5,000, you have a coaching program and it's $5,000. You are not going to speak to nine out of 10. You're not going to speak to somebody that's a beginner, right? Somebody that doesn't understand why this may be a problem for them, right? So um, a good example of this is like, if I have a $5,000 coaching program and, you know, I'm saying, 
oh, you know, this will help you, you know, make your first five, 5,000 or sorry, not 5,000, but $50,000, right? Okay. That's a problem that someone's going to be like, okay, I can see why it would be $5,000, but it's not going to be valuable to somebody who, you know, is still trying to figure out if they need a website or an Instagram page. Right. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of times we try to sell our high ticket offers to people that they're just not there yet, right? They're just not looking for that solution. And we're creating content. And this is where I see a lot of people creating the wrong type of content. Um, a lot of people like to create, you know, three tips to help you do X, Y, and Z. Okay, that's not gonna call in a high ticket client because a lot of times high ticket clients don't want to do it themselves, right? They need mindset shifts. They need resources on who they should be hiring and how, you know, how you can deeper impact their life, right? They're not looking for three tips. Um, and again, there's nothing, well, let me say this, there's nothing wrong with doing three tip posts. I do them sometimes, but when I'm doing them, I'm not calling in high ticket clients. Um, I love your content, Cami. Um, I've seen some of your posts. And one thing I really enjoy is you're taking people through a transformation and through a journey. And I feel like when it comes to positioning, you have to think about that, right? You have to keep in mind that high ticket buyers, high ticket shoppers have high ticket problems. They don't want to know tips and tricks. They don't want to know, you know, different hacks and stuff because they are at a point where they understand the value, right? And they understand that hacks and tips and tricks aren't going to get them the results that they're truly desiring, they're truly craving that underlying transformation that's beyond just that surface level. I can help you lose 50 pounds. I can help you make, you know, more money or whatever. They're, they're looking for, I want to feel better. I want to be more confident. I want to, you know, um, have booked out services. I want to sell more high ticket offers, right? They're looking for something that's a little bit deeper than what they could learn from just a few tips and hacks. And so when it comes to your positioning, it's really important with our content that we think about, okay, what is that higher level problem that they're experiencing? What do they need to see, think, and feel? Um, or what do they want to see, think, and feel and experience on the other side of that result? And so whenever I think about high ticket sales and just positioning, I always think like, let's create a roadmap. Okay. You have at the beginning, you have their problem, right? What is their higher level problem? What is that thing that they want to deeply experience? Not just that surface level goal they're telling you, but what do they, what do they deeply want with deep desire? Then in the middle or like the road is your offer, right? So your offer is going to take them through an experience, right? It's going to teach them a framework or a method or a strategy or whatever. It's going to take them along this, this road to, at the end, a desired outcome, right? Their desired solution. But again, it's not going to be, oh, I just helped you make $10,000, right? Because I used to do that. I used to say like, oh, this offer will help you make $10,000. But what I realized is that people didn't just want to make $10,000. They wanted to have more time with their kids. They wanted to not have to work you know, another 40 hours on top of their job, right? And they didn't have the time to work it. So they wanted their time back. So that was really the outcome and the solution they were looking for. And that is the roadmap that I took them on. So we have to, especially with high ticket sales, we have to go a step deeper because the surface level things, that's not what they desire. That's not what they want. And I feel like a lot of times when we're when we're getting into that space of selling high ticket, um, that's kind of the disconnect, right? That's the disconnect in our messaging because we think, oh, they want to make a certain amount of money. This is all I'm going to talk about. But really, people want that deeper transformation. And that 
is something that they will pay for. That's something they will pay top dollar. Trust me, <laughs> I will pay top dollar for someone to give me my peace of mind back, to give me you know more time, more flexibility, more all these other things. I will pay for that before I pay someone you know just because they said they can help me make a dollar amount. That's really, really good. And one of the ways that I've been chatting about this topic on the podcast is especially in like America with the economy right now, which I I don't like, we are hearing words in the news right now, like recession, inflation, which let's acknowledge are words that are intended to inspire fear in people and fear is not from the Lord. So we have to recognize that. That being said, we, it, these are, these are things that are happening right now. And I'm hearing a lot of people talk about it and be, people are getting a little bit more dialed in with their budget. And so what the way that I've been talking about this on the podcast is we need to solve bigger, more painful problems. If your ideal client is not crying about this at least one time a month at night, then it's not a big enough or painful enough problem to warrant being an essential part of her budget, especially during kind of a wonky economy right now. So that being said, especially if we're going to be charging high ticket, we need to make sure that the problem we're solving, like you said, is a high ticket problem. So, okay. I love what you said here. I love that you are really honing in on the framework itself and that your framework there's, there's like, what I've been saying is like, there's like 15 ways to get to Texas. (laughs) There is more than one way to solve a problem. And my way isn't the only way, just like anybody else's way. Isn't the only way there's more than one way to start a business. There's more than one way to, um, lose weight. There's more than one way to rebuild your relationship. So your framework really is what makes you sparkle (laughs) <laughs> to, to use a really like <laughs> sparkly term. Um, it's what makes you stand out from the crowd and really placing the emphasis on the framework, the value rather than showcasing, Ooh, I just discounted it for black Friday. So, okay. I've loved every single thing that you have highlighted here today. Can you tell women where they can come hang out with you and listen to more of your content? Yes. So come hang out with me on my podcast. It's called the Becoming CEO podcast. Um, Over there, it's a lot of fun. I'm doing more interviews. Um, I love to, well, not I love to, I have a lot of thoughts in the shower. And so (laughs) I come to the podcast and share all the thoughts that I have in the shower about different things, dealing with um, marketing and sales and just selling your offers and um, also about being a mom and being a believer in this time and how we are able to be a good steward over our families and our businesses. So I talk about all that on the podcast. And then you can also connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. K Hillman. I'm I'm kind of always in my stories, um, but you can definitely DM me. I'm always down for a good time and kikiing. Send me a voice note and let me know that you heard me over here on the podcast. Thank you so much, Kay. Definitely go. I'll link your podcast down below. Go hang out with Kay over on her show and on Instagram. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Hey coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. 
Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.